0: We would like to acknowledge the Gadigal peoples of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast and pay our respects to their elders past, present and future. Welcome to Sit With Us, the podcast. I'm Ella and I'm Dom, and this is your invite to sit with us and chat about all things relationships, reality TV, pop culture and everything in between.
1: Coming up on this episode. It's just so weird watching it and thinking, holy shit, like there's a whole new cast of people going in. They've got no idea what's going to come. Where are her back take 50? Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Santa needs to bring us a gift this year. Okay. It's not not a uh, need. It's a definite want and it has to be faster internet. And I actually blame the Liberal Party for that, but that's a whole other story. Someone's internet is having some interference,
0: um, but we're just going to see how we go. Welcome back to another episode of Sit With Us Fam. It is the week before Christmas. Christmas is next. Wait, what day is next? What what day is Christmas? Christmas is on a Sunday. It's on a Sunday this year, Christmas. I mean, I think it's kind of nice. I think it's kind of nice that like Christmas is on a Sunday because then you're like forced to have like that nice Sunday kind of vibe. Do you know what I mean?
1: It is nice. I'm really excited to catch up with all of my family. And my cousins and all my extended Mm. family and just to really, you know, the thing about Christmas, babe, and I don't know if you feel like this, but I definitely do, is when everyone gets together at the end of the year, it's Christmas, you know, so much has happened and been achieved during the year and you just sit at Christmas and you go, wow, I'm almost 30 and this is what my life (laughs) is like. You know what I mean? And everyone's sitting there being like, what did they achieve this year? And I've got one cousin pregnant. I've got two that got married this year. And I'm just sitting there going, and I've just taken up an addiction with the vapes. So it's like, (laughs) look, we've all achieved something this year. And maybe mine isn't as significant as other people's, but I'm okay with that. But I really do think it is a thing with Christmas. It does trigger people, babe. Oh, yeah, it does. It's I mean, a time of year it is. that
0: triggers. It's a time of year that you either get together with your family or if you don't have any family, it may remind you that you don't have anyone to celebrate with. It could be a really happy time or it could be a really sad time. You know, some might be... Going on their 15th Christmas single when they're in their 40s, or some might be celebrating their first Christmas with a new love. It really can be a high or a complete low. For me, it's kind of just like the same. I don't know. I feel like I'm not really into Christmas that much. I'm not like in the Christmassy spirit. It doesn't really feel like that special. And people say as you get older, it's like not as fun and special. It doesn't even feel like Christmas. So for me, for me right now, like obviously by myself, I don't have one Christmas decoration up and like, I'm just chilling with my family. And apart from like the Christmas tree that, you know, some random attempted to send and what get me to blow it up. I don't think so, sir. There's no blow up Christmas tree going up in this house. I'd rather not have anything at all. And because I'm by myself, it's like, why would I put
1: up something if I'm here by myself? Like, do you know what I mean? I honestly really did feel like that as well. And then I was on, um during the Black Friday sales, I was on Cotton On and I got this really cute little Perspex Christmas tree. It's like tiny, 30 centimetres. And I'm like, look, I'm a bit in the spirit, you know? It makes me feel a little bit holly mm. and jolly. Christmas has kind of been a weird thing in my life from when I was really young. Like, I loved Christmas. I fully believed in Santa, you know, all of that, but with, you know, some of my family relations being a bit strained, it was quite weird growing up because we weren't allowed. Well, mm. th- there were certain things going on in my family and, you know, we didn't go to one side's Christmas and, and for a kid, like for a 10 year old kid mm. to n- try and understand why one side of the family we're not going to visit when, all, you know, all your cousins are there is quite hard. And I don't think that mm. feeling ever really leaves you even as an adult. Like I think it still triggers me a little bit. But you see both sides now? We do, but it's different. Like I think now because I'm an adult and I can, I have my yeah. own opinions about certain people in my family and, and I always, and I, I say this to everyone and mm. I really stand by this, just because they're your family doesn't mean you have to like them you know what I mean? Like you don't get to choose your family. Yeah. So your family's in your life whether you like it or not, Mm. but doesn't mean you have to hang around them, doesn't mean you have to accept their behaviour, doesn't mean you have to accept bad behaviours and toxic relationships, okay? So we talk a lot about Mm. relationships when it comes to, you know, Mm. romantic relationships. But let's talk about family, babe, because it is that time of Mm. year we are around family members a lot and, you know, if you are – you know, uh, have a family Christmas or if you have a Friendsmas, there are very different ones around. And, you know, people have Hanukkah and Mm. then there are some people that don't even celebrate Christmas. So, But this specific time of year, it's the end of the year, Mm. we're wrapping up, you hang around people at this time of year that you maybe don't want to sometimes. Yeah, see, for me, like, I don't really
0: spend like I don't really spend a lot of time with family like for me as well it was probably the same I think it was about maybe 10 plus years I didn't see my dad's side any Christmas like I wouldn't I didn't see them for a really long time growing up and I only started seeing them as I got older when my brother sort of, you know, started to put in my head a bit more like they are your family the day, like you should, you know, make the effort. But I think growing up when my dad passed away, like it was just a bit of a weird age for me. I didn't really know like what I was doing. I was obviously just like wanting to be there for mom. So I've only really started to be more consistent with the ding side, maybe like the last sort of five, six years. But before that, like I didn't, I didn't see them. I would only see my extended, like my stepdad side, because we don't really have a big side on my mom's side. So it's really just my mom and my auntie, so i'm not I'm not really around like a lot of family, I would say over christmas period it's more i'd see like my friends, well I guess my friends are family, and like I guess now we're getting at the age for me yeah it's like I'd, I'll obviously spend time with the family, but more friends too
1: so many people consider their friends family and I and I really do too because we do spend a lot more time realistically with Mm, our friends mm. than we do our family because you know sometimes you live in different parts of the world different parts of the city Mm. and also you don't choose your family doesn't mean you have to particularly like them just because you share the same blood as them And I'm a really firm believer in that because I have a very specific group of people in my life that I like to keep. I like to keep people with good energy. I don't like people who are negative. I try and keep that shit out of my life. And growing up in a big Italian family, there's always dramas. There's always dramas. Who's not talking to who? Who's fucking said shit about this person? And and I know that happens in a lot of cultures as well. And I know a lot of people listen to the podcast and come from big families as well. Cause I've, you know, I've received DMs and in the Facebook group as well. There's always people talking about it. But I really thought it was a great time to talk about this topic at this time of year because it is common. It's common for people to feel sad Mm. or alone at the time of year when you're supposed to not feel that at all. And I just want to let you guys know that it's okay Mm. that if you feel sad on Christmas, it's okay if you feel as though, oh, I feel a bit Mm. alone or I don't really want to hang around certain people. It's okay. It's okay to be sad And it's okay to be
0: alone and it's okay to be happy. Like we're all, you know, entitled to feel the way that we want on Christmas. I will say for me, it's definitely becoming more apparent that this is my, what, like 11th Christmas. Oh, actually, no, I lie. Two years ago when I was with that older guy, we did actually celebrate Christmas together, which was the first Christmas I'd spent with someone in nine years back then. Yeah, that was really sweet. Like, oh my gosh, that was one of my favorite Christmases ever. But now as I'm getting older, it, it does sort of sink in a bit more because all my friends are with their family, but then their partner's families, and then they're doing like really cute stuff on Christmas with their partner because they all live with their partners and sort of preparing for like, you know, the future stuff. Like one of my best friends is celebrating her first year with yeah. her son, you know, or like first year with a puppy. And like, there's just so many things that are so beautiful and so like loving and heartwarming that I'm not doing. And I'm probably going to be spending Christmas Eve on my own and Christmas night on my own, which is so fine. Um, I'm kind of used to it. And like I say, Christmas doesn't really feel that different anymore for me, but it just solidifies again that I am still on my own and I am still, you know, happy, of course, and I'm still okay about it. But I think as I get older and older, it probably will start to feel a little bit like, oh, you know, like I know my mom's got A bunch of friends who are single and they're my mum's age you know in their 60s and every boxing day for like as long as I can remember since I was a kid my mum's always celebrated with those friends who don't have friends um or many family or partners and they all come over and I've always like grown up with. that's so nice
1: and they're all the best and it's literally been like a tradition of my mum's for years that's so nice it's like a friends mess I don't know so many people have that We were just talking about the Harry and Megan documentary yes. on Netflix, mm. which is so fascinating. And it really does I kind of I guess like it relates yeah. um a bit to this conversation mm. that we're having now because, you know, I mean, they're on a whole other bloody whole level. Other level, and level and I, but yeah. It's if you guys haven't watched it, and you know, I do recommend to watch it, even if you know nothing about the royals. It's just so fascinating at looking at how the media shapes stories, Mm. the way it portrays certain things Mm. and it's just so fascinating. Like I was really fascinated with how – they could have even gone on dates in, in a, in a restaurant. I'm like, but wouldn't have people seen them and then that would have gotten out and then someone would have sold that story? I feel like it they just- would have like
0: booked out the entire restaurant. Do you know what I mean? I feel like they would have done that and like entered through back doors and like they would have had their security driving there and like they would have had people in helping them, like security, of course, especially for Harry.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and I thought, Like kind of awkward for him because he was saying, you know, what girl's going to want to be part of this after seeing everything, you know, that's happened to him with past girlfriends Mm. and families being, you know, chased by paparazzi and all that kind of stuff. So can you imagine as Harry, how the hell would he meet someone? Because he's different to William. William knew he was, he's going to be the king. So he had to kind of marry someone that was in that Mm. realm and someone that, you know, it was gonna be good for the institution. Yeah. But when it came to Harry, I really think that Harry just broke the mold. Yeah. And I, you know, I believe that he's caused a stir because he's the first person to do this in the modern world. Mm-hmm. Like it's happened so many t- other times where people have abdicated and not wanting to be part of the royal family. But it happened back in the day where there wasn't social media, where there wasn't podcasts and and news outlets that are 24 7 you know yeah. so i feel as though it's only a thing now because harry's done it where it's modern day there's all of this media there's people following you there are iPhones everyone's got a camera on them mm-hmm. 24/7 so it's a constant news cycle so for me i really feel sorry for harry and no. i d- do actually believe that he found love and he Wanted to protect his family. Yeah. And I really, truly believe that because seeing what happened with Diana, he was there. Like, he lived that I shit, know. babe. It's so sad, man. I just, like, don't really. I mean, look,
0: growing up, I think I've said it before in previous podcasts, like, when the Queen died. Yes, I, when the Queen passed. Yeah, like, I haven't been raised in a household where i was taught anything about the royals so i don't know anything about harry um i went to go i went to call her markle the other day i was gonna go harry and markle um harry and markle harry and markle harry and megan so i don't really know anything about them and you know watching the doco i was really just like wow okay this is actually quite interesting like how they met on Mm. instagram and how i know someone like kind of
1: set it up and she didn't know who Prince Harry was I or mean, she didn't really know a lot. I, I mean, I kind of don't know if I believe it totally. Yeah. I, look, I will say she is American. It's yeah. so we are in the Commonwealth here in Australia, mm. like whether you're in, you know, Australia, even Canada is a Commonwealth. Mm. Okay, so you've got to remember that. We are kind of in in Australia brought up to kind of know about the monarchy and all mm. of that. Even if you're in a household, you know, growing up where you don't discuss it or you don't really mm. know a lot about it, you know of Harry, William, like all of that shit. I mean, okay, if I know he is, I'm sure she does. Do you know what That's it, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, like, legit, Ella doesn't really know who many fucking I people don't know are. many people at all. And I love that. And that's what just fascinated me because mm-hmm. she would have had to have some idea of the institution. Like it's the British monarchy, mate. It is like the top tier of royal families as far as royal families go in the world. Yeah. And maybe she was a bit naive about it, Mm. but I do think that because Harry was like a consummate bachelor and, you know, always had lots of girlfriends and whatever and Mm. everyone's so interested in Harry, 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 because it was always like William being very like, you know, straighty 180, got yeah. married, had kids, like never had any issues mm. or troubles in the media or whatever, Harry was kind of like the partier, wanted to just be a normal guy. Yeah. But being born into an institution that is so fucking rigid mm. and there is no movement, like there's no. Mm. It's just one way or no way. It's it's one way or no way. Yeah. And I think when he fell in love with Megan, and he really realised that mm. shit, was intense and he didn't want to bring a family into that. Mm. I kind of understand why he's upset and I understand why they're doing this to tell their story. I do too. I feel like they're definitely
0: like, well, I mean more so Harry. He's like really exposing his family though. Like has he chosen? Big time. Like has he chosen? I mean I don't really know what's happened because obviously everything they're showing in the doco has happened a while ago now. Yeah. But like is Harry not like in communication with his family anymore because he's basically just throwing his entire family and their history and their knowing under the bus. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Look, there is a certain element of that, hey, because. Definitely. It is very secretive. No one really knows what happens behind closed doors. It's very, you know, by the book. I do think that he had a strained relationship with his father. That's what I believe. Mm. He definitely is his mother's son, Mm. you know, and there's also all rumours that. Charles isn't even his father. Uh I don't know how that how real that is, but whatever. But I just think he was never going to go by the book and Mm. he was never going to stay between the lines. Yeah. And it's just more magnified because of the world we're in now. We're in modern day. It's a 24-hour news cycle. Everyone's talking about it. Mm. And the more modern we're getting, the more backwards, I guess, the royal family looks because it is so insular and it's so – historical mm. and it's got so much, like, history mm. that it just seems so old-fashioned and bland. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in comes this American actress who is, you And know, I love her. Um, like, I watched Suits when I was really young.
0: I literally watched it from start to end and have rewatched it, like, about 500 times and I loved her. Yeah, On that like series. she's,
1: she's, she's gorgeous. She does a lot of charity work. Yeah. She does a lot of things with that. And, you know, coming in to the royal family being half African American mm. and her dad being white, I think that in itself mm. was a story because it's like, oh, hang on, this is the first person of colour in the royal family. Mm. Like, oh, my God. And it's like, well, hang on. Who like cares? England, in, it, Number one, who cares? Yeah. But also England like literally took over Africa and it's like, mate, like, let's just move over that. that. That shouldn't even be a fucking storyline. The fact what color her skin is or what her yeah. heritage is she's she's a person. Harry fell in love with her. Like that shouldn't even it. be the story. Yeah, I think where everyone is getting wrong, and in my opinion, like I I really do sympathise with Harry and Meghan. Mm. Do I think that they've gone about everything in the right way? No, but I don't think there's a rule book for this because they are so polarizing and everyone is so interested, mm. even if you don't even give a shit about well, I mean, the royal family. That's me. I don't care
0: about the royal family. I don't really, I've never followed anything, but I've watched yeah. the doco and I'm like, oh, I was, saw in the news this morning there was like a, I don't know, like breaking news of the new episodes coming out and there was like another reporter on the other end saying like as the next episodes is their wedding. And it's like, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, it'll be so amazing to watch the journalist or the interviewer was saying how like there's been stuff that's in the doco that isn't true. So I'm just like, how do
1: we even ever know? Well, look. That's the thing. We're never going to know the the monarchy and the institution, and they call it the institution because it bloody is like the queen didn't make all the decisions, babe. Mm-hmm. You got to realize that she was just the head. She was just the the face of it, mm-hmm. right? It's it's a lot of behind the scenes shit, and because it is so secretive, I think there it makes it so much more enticing to people mm-hmm. because when you don't know what's going on, and when there's like, oh my god, oh my god, I want to know all these details. That's what makes it m- so much more exciting. Yeah. I mean, look at the Kardashians. It's the same thing. Like when we don't know what's going on, we want to know more. Mm. Okay. So it makes it even more like polarizing and amazing. I'm just
0: like, when you say the word institution, it makes me think about what's been going on with all the Balenciaga stuff. Mm. And Uh, well, uh, yeah. Yeah. And my friend actually messaged me today because we got stuck in this rabbit hole when all that Balenciaga stuff was going down. Oh, oh I was like so confused, but my friend messaged me today saying like, People are saying they don't think Britney Spears is alive anymore and that it's not her on her Instagram and she was never freed. And then my friend goes, who knows, but I'm going to go down that rabbit hole I'll be right back. And then I was like, oh, my God. What? Yeah. Like, she's not freed of her. You know how she was saying that, she, like, didn't she win? Conservatorship. Yeah. What? Yeah. Apparently, like, that's what's going on right now.
1: Jesus Christ. Honestly, fuck. Like, Hollywood, Hollywood scares me. Hollywood scares, Hollywood scares the, the shit out of me. me. It scares oh, me so happily, much. like <laughs> Fucking the whole thing of going on maps and being on TV scared me enough. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want to take the be in their shoes at all. No. Thank you very much. No way. Like, mate, I don't envy Harry and Megan. I don't envy Britney Spears. I don't envy any of the Kardashians. I don't envy any of them oh, because so I don't think deep down they're really happy. I think they're fucking scared. And mm. I think it's very uh, detrimental to people's mental health. Yeah, for sure. You know? I know. And just. Regular, everyday people are struggling with shit. Can yeah, you imagine, it, imagine your it, whole life being magnified like that? And everybody
0: knowing and everybody watching. I mean, we've obviously spoken about the Kardashians a fair bit because obviously Dom and I, we watch it. But, yeah. And we we kind of understand things even more so now in ways like when they leave the house and people might follow them and take photos of them and stuff like that and write, you know, articles about who they're dating or the cheatings get. Like their life is so public and they literally don't really get to control it. Some things they do, I'm sure they get to, like, proofread an article that may come out and stuff like yes, that. Yes, yeah. You know, other things that they, like, especially with Chloe and all of that stuff with mm. her baby daddy and, like, oh my all of that stuff, like, I just couldn't imagine being in that
1: situation and the just, hate that she was getting. Oh, having to wake up and know that your whole personal life, like, the nitty-gritty, the fact that you've had a child with this guy and yeah. he's cheated on you yeah. the entire time, like, all of that shit, it must be... No matter how rich, no matter how famous and whatever they are, yeah. that would fucking suck, man. It would absolutely you know? suck. It would suck like fucking crusty ball sack. Crusty ball sack. Ew. Yeah, exactly. You know? But it's fascinating you said that about they would get a heads up because in the episode I just watched of the Harry and Megan doco, mm. the press secretary actually said to Harry and Megan yeah. the day before it went it got leaked that, hey, just a heads up. It's going out tomorrow. It's going out tomorrow. Yeah. And then they went out and had like one last night yeah. of like normality out fucking like normal people. Oh, mm. uh, I couldn't do it. It's literally like prepare yourself tomorrow. Your life could feel like it's over. because and of the, it w- um, uh, Well, it was. Yeah, let's for, be honest. For Megan
0: it was a lot more. Like she just got absolutely hammered. She got absolutely b- pulled down. Like everybody was just so racist and like – Bringing racist. her parents into it,
1: bringing her yep. family into it. like even Her when, history, the fact that she's been married before. It was um, just like... I mean, girl uh, can relate. Being judged on that, being judged on her race, the fact that she's an American actress, what's she doing with a prince. Um, she's trying to take Harry away from the royal family. Like, they're blaming her. It's yeah. like, I don't think that she was the reason Harry made that decision. I personally think that Harry just needed, and he needed to fall in love and see a life mm. away from the royal family for him to make that decision. Yeah. I really don't think that Megan's like, let's leave, let's leave. No. For- I don't think that at all. I, I think, think that she's just helped him realise it's what he wants. She's helped him live a normal life and he saw, fuck, this is actually really nice, Yeah, you know. This is nice that we can live, you know, out of the UK mm. and have a somewhat normal life with our kids yeah. and, you know, show them a life without Paparazzi following mm. us, doing all like just normal things. Yeah. And I really feel for Megan that imagine living with that, mm. thinking, you know, that the whole world thinks that you've taken Harry away and you're trying to ruin the royal family and bring them down. I and I don't think that's what they're trying to do. I really just believe that they're trying to tell their story. And yeah, maybe they're not telling it in the right way. Yeah. Look, fucking, there's never a right. A wrong way to do anything, I truly believe. You're never going to make everyone happy. Yeah. The sooner just we understand that everyone is different and everyone is going to do things differently in life, the better it will be. And, like, who are we to judge? Like yeah. us plebs watching a fucking documentary about... You know, know. a prince and and an actress, they fell in love. Can't we just accept that it's a love story? Because at the end of the day, everything comes down to love. Mm. And I watched Love Actually the other night Mm. and it got me thinking because love actually is. What is it, love, actually? Mm. What is it? You know, I think it just comes down to love is safety. Love is comfort. Love is all-encompassing love can make you do things that you didn't think you could do Mm. and I reckon that's what it is with Harry Mm. and there's nothing fucking wrong with that like let the poor guy live man well you can't help who you fall
0: in love with and in some people's eyes it might be the complete wrong person for you
1: but you can't help who you fall in love with exactly and you know in the past obviously with charles and diana that was an arranged marriage like mm. he didn't yeah he may have loved her but he didn't want to be with her he wanted to be with camilla like yeah. he was having an affair the entire marriage like oh, i didn't even know would, that yeah why would harry want to be in a marriage that's set up that's not really mm. he's not really in love why would he want to bring kids into that And it all comes into that, babe. Like Mm. I even see in my own big Italian family in marriages that I know have been like set up, Mm. you know, you just see it's like you're in a relationship that, you know, even these people are in their 70s and it's like clearly, yeah, you grew to love that person but you didn't really want to marry him Mm. and you're not probably happy. You know, I just think do what makes you happy at the end of the day and if love is loving someone who maybe you know, some people are going to judge. I
0: don't know, man. I just I think- mean love is love. You can't, like I said, you can't help with who you fall in love with, and you shouldn't let others, other people's opinions stop you from from doing that because at the end of the day it's just you in your life with that other person it shouldn't matter what anybody else thinks if you love someone or you're falling in love someone and your parents don't like him because maybe of his job or something or his family or something like that who cares like you're the one that's spending your time with him not your family
1: yes exactly and I think that is why Harry was like well I'm building my own family Mm. now Mm -hmm. so it's not about his dad it's not about his brother it's not about his grandmother it's about his family yeah
0: and I really respect that. I think it's amazing that he's done it. He's taken such a big risk for love. Oh, like, he's literally put everything on the line for a woman. And I, I mean, think it's romantic as fuck. I think it's beautiful. Really? I think that they really, and even watching the show, like the way that they look at each other and talk about how they met. And I think that they really have something really beautiful. Like not that I know them, but, you know, it looks like they have something really beautiful.
1: Yeah, I really believe that they do. Yeah. I, I have a lot of respect for Harry and I have just hope that they can, you know, after this whole thing happens, they can just go about their life and do their charity mm. stuff, give back to the community because yes. I know that that is so important to Harry to doing, you know, doing things for mental health with yeah. um returned servicemen, um, which I think is really, really important. That's something that's you know, for him, he's been involved with a lot and Megan with, you know, women Mm. and supporting women, all of that kind of stuff. So I really think that they're doing great things. And I I really just hope that all of the drama doesn't overshadow actually all the good stuff that they're doing because they are. And yeah, they got paid fuck tons of money to do this documentary. Okay. It's reported that they got paid $88 million US, which I think what a, I don't even know what that. Oh, you? Yeah, you. UK dollars, whatever pound. Whoa, like that's a is.
0: lot of money.
1: It's a lot of money, dude. That's a lot. I mean, look. And look, she would have made money from her career. He mm. wasn't short of a quid. Okay, but you definitely how, wasn't. See, how does it work for
0: royals? Like, how do they actually make? Obviously, that they, they don't have to have a job.
1: Okay, right? so the British public in their taxes pay the royal family. They pay for their security, like everything, oh. with with taxes. Also, the British royal family own a lot of property, so they're getting a lot of revenue from taxes mm. and and rent and all of this kind of stuff. There's a lot more to it. I obviously don't know, but from very the little I know, that's how I kind of gather that they've got a lot of money. Also, it's very, very old money, babe. It's mm. like they've been around for thousands of years. It is it is an old institution. Mm. They hold a lot of old wealth. Mm. So there's a lot of property, a lot of those kind of circles, lords and ladies and whatever the fuck they call it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and look, we don't have that here in Australia. Obviously, in Australia, we are a commonwealth, mm. okay, which means that, to be honest with you, I don't even know if any of our taxes go to them. I don't even know why we are like I get it like the British people came here and obviously did a lot of horrible things to the traditional owners of this land Mm. that we are recording on and that we live on and it's it's a lot it's Mm. you know we 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 all came here on boats you know my family did Mm. and my dad's side did yeah and I think you know, the, the British people that came here and tried to conquer our land, therefore we are under a monarchy because of that. I think he's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit stale mm. now. It's a little bit old. It's like, do we really need this? Do we really need to be under this old institution? It's like, well, what the fuck do they do? Like, I get it. Like, I really do because mm. I know we have a lot of listeners from the UK. Yeah, I really do respect it and I know that it is such like they're part of their extended family almost, mm. the British royal family. But I think in Australia we are so far mm. away. <laughs> we are literally on the yes. other end of the world and we lead such a different lifestyle that, it doesn't make sense to us because we don't really have anything like the royal family or the monarchy here other mm. than like the governor general because mm. the, the governor general is like our representative to the royal family. Mm. So the governor general talks with, I don't know if he talks with the king because now we have a king. We have King Charles now. I keep thinking that we've got the queen. In my head I still feel like we've got the queen but yeah, I mean. I don't know what that means but um but yeah it's just such a fucking it's a real weird thing and I feel like our generation are kind of just like uh. well it's definitely outside of my thought
0: process like I never think about the royals never really have and only obviously since like the queen passed away and then this documentary coming out I've sort of engaged with it but I still don't really know like what it's all about and I still don't really understand it it's Not really something that actually interests me as much because I don't feel like it really affects my life and, you know, don't get offended by that. But, you know, that's just, I guess, the way I feel. I mean, it's a very valid point, babe, and a lot of people would share that.
1: Sediment as well. Yeah,
0: like I obviously respect that people care about the royal family and are really invested in it and, you know, admire them and look up to them and I mm. totally respect that but I just don't have that effect on me and, you know, even if I read about them or learn about them, it doesn't really affect me in any kind of way. Like it doesn't make me mm. feel anything
1: about it. Well, we're so far removed from it. That's the thing. Like we, we are and that's why a lot of people in Australia are calling for us to be separate from that you know not be part of the commonwealth anymore but because we have been for so many years yeah it's kind of like oh it's a really weird stage at the moment now that the queen died but that's why I know we we spoke about it when we recorded after the queen died mm. and you know it was a it was a weird time because it's change and no one likes change man no one likes it Yeah. You know, so it's a very weird thing. But I tell you what, guys, if you haven't watched the documentary. Yes, definitely um, watch it. Even if you don't like the Royals or you're not interested, it it really is just fascinating. It is. such an interesting insight. And at the end of the day, it actually is about love. It is. And if you love to watch a modern-day love story, Mm. I feel like you'd really like it. I mean, if I like it and I don't know
0: anything about them and I'm not interested, I'm, I'm loving it. I think it's great. Speaking of
1: modern day love story, the new MAFS promo has come out. Yes, the
0: new MAFS promo. Wait, when you sent it to me, I was like, wait, what? Already far out. They're just, it's, it's gonna keep going. It's, it's all happening, guys. The
1: new season of MAFS is coming. And what did you think of the trailer? Um, Okay, well, number one, I thought ours was better. I thought ours was way, like,
0: more, whoa, what's it, who is it? Like, it was really, it drew me in. But maybe it's because we were just, we were on it. And we know everyone on it. I
1: (laughs) And (laughs) because we knew, like, everybody as well. Yeah, and we knew the storyline, we knew what was happening. But it's just so weird watching it and thinking, holy shit, like, there's a whole new cast of people going in They've got no idea what's no going to come. And
0: I had FOMO. Like, I had full FOMO. I was like, Fully. oh, I remember when I ran through, like, I remember my promo. So, guys, I don't know if you remember, but it was when we were all, like, running through the city and we were, yeah. like, it was, like, we were looking for love, like, running after
1: it. It was so nice. We were trying to chase love to yeah. for midnight, you know what I mean? Like, we were trying to chase it. And, I mean, it's so true because we are. All, yeah. all of us are, at the end of the day, trying to find love. But also that Trailer came out like around New Year's. It came out on Christmas Day because I remember yeah. I've literally got in my phone. I remember I was at my nonness house and I knew it was coming out at nine o'clock. Yeah, I think and I, I was, was at home as well. sat in front of the TV and I filmed it. And it was the weirdest thing because it was that's the first time that people were like, "Um, uh, excuse me, did I just see you on the math yeah. promo?" And that's when you, you can be like, "Yep, yeah, it's me. Yeah. I'm on maths." So they've shown you know? it a bit earlier this year. Yes. Interesting. I think everything's happening a little bit earlier this year with this season, so it's going to be really interesting. Mm. I think that they're going to put the experiment on its head this year. I just feel like they're going to have to shake it up Mm. because obviously our season was very centred around – Specific dramas, as yeah. we all know. Um, but I think they're going to have to do something to shake it up. And I re- and look, maths producers are the absolute legends of doing this. Yeah, they they are, really are the top tier of TV yeah. when it comes to creating drama. So it's going to be a freaking roller coaster. And I really want to do recaps on the show because mm. I just think it'll be so interesting watching it this year, mm. having lived it last year. Yeah. Knowing knowing how things would work, knowing, you know, they're feeling like that because they probably were waiting around for this many hours or they've, you know, they've been probably doing this. And it's just gonna be so interesting to watch it, babe. I'm really excited. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I can commit to four nights a week. F- it is a lot. Yeah. I mean, how did we commit to four nights a week? Because well, we, we, we were we on were just- it. Yeah. It's and, we we were on just, it. and we're like, we're yeah. reliving
0: emotion and we're going to see how they showed certain things. But yeah, I just, I don't watch reality TV. So I, I don't know if I'll, I'll really commit to four nights a week because that's four nights where I could just be, you know, chilling out doing actual downtime but you know how many people say
1: that and then they start watching maths and then they're hooked like literally I'll definitely
0: watch the weddings because i enjoy the weddings i like the weddings seeing like their first reactions so when they you turn love around the weddings. yeah i I'm love like the weddings the weddings
1: are oh, like the weddings are them. nice but also because it's like wow. you're, fully you're going
0: on like a blind date and, like, you're seeing their first reaction. And I just remember mine being like, oh, my gosh, wow. Like, Aww. don't we remember when I was like, oh. oh, oh
1: you got licking the- your lips fucking. Oh. Licking my lips. And, <laughs> I mean, the horny bride. But, yeah, like. Oh, I love de- that. <laughs> oh, my God. I still just vividly remember watching the ads being like, <laughs> oh, bride. my God. Seriously, guys. Like, chill. Why is my phone
0: ringing? Oh, it's a random number.
1: Uh-huh. Do you know how many times my phone's been ringing on random numbers? I'm like, sir, I'm not answering it. I don't know you. I might you. just quickly answer in case it's a delivery. Hang on. Okay, answer. Okay, Hello. Hello. Um, hi, is this Ella? Yes. I'm calling from Connection. We. I'm just wanting to follow up about your inquiry on the linear light base.
0: Oh, I already picked that up about a month ago. Oh,
1: really? Oh, thank you so much for letting me know. That's okay. You.
0: Okay, thank you. Was that the monkey? No, it was the base for a different life.
1: Fuck! I was gonna say if they're calling up about the monkey, it's trying to bring itself back nah, in, the and I don't gone. know how to.
0: The monkey's in James's house now, and it's fine. Like no, oh, no, my house paranormal, nothing perfect, happy days, absolutely nothing at all.
1: Also, guys, by the time you're listening to this, I will be with Ella at her <laughs> yeah. house. And I can, I'm a bitch, fucking shit scared, no. not going to lie.
0: I forgot <laughs> about it. I actually had, I had someone DMing me um, who I met in London and she was messaging me how there's paranormal activity going on in her house. And oh she's God. like had experience with ghosts like growing up. So she knew all about it and all the things to do and she was like, I can just feel the presence. And I was like, we'll go get some sage and burn the house, but do it a specific way and gave her all the steps to do it. And yeah, she was like, I, when I saw your stories, like I could totally relate. Like I've had weird things happen to me and I just know that it's not coincidences. Like it's definitely something going on. And today actually the builder came over who is the owner of the house that I'm living in and yeah. he's so lovely. And anyway, he came over to fix up a couple of things and I was telling him all about it. I was like, it was actually a bit of a weird weird oh, time of me living here. I'm like, has anyone died here just checking, like, anything like that? And he's like, no, like, not that I know of. And he lived here for 20 years before. Um, wow. Yeah, so he lived on this piece of land and then knocked it down and rebuilt it. And, you know, I was telling him all about it and he was like, oh, oh, God, I'm sorry that that happened. Something
1: something, death followed you, babe, I'm telling yeah, you. something
0: somehow. Yeah. It could have been the monkey the whole time. I don't know. What if it
1: was the monkey? It's so fascinating, man. I'm yeah. Like I'm still so intrigued. By this shit and uh, the whole that whole world and that whole thing interests me so much and it's so fascinating. Mm. But um, I'm just glad because I'm coming there and no, it's um, fine, yeah. babe. Yeah, it's fine now. If you're it's scared, fine, then yeah. things come after you. Fear, fear
0: feeds them. You can't be scared. Oh, great, of thank you. Well, I'm not scared. Do you still have the evil eye on
1: you? Oh, the uh, no. no, 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 no. That's cleared. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The did, did should... di- the Doge, uh, yeah the dotcha <laughs> she dotcha yeah I was not dodged anymore. Yeah, because I don't but want you no bringing no evil eye, eye in here. Hey, I hey. I got that cleared. Thank you very much. <laughs> I've got the Madonna. She's over there. Yeah, she's sitting over there. Yeah. <laughs> Mum gave us. She gave me one too. Oh, so Mum put in a little frame. Oh. Um, the Madonna della Grotta, w- which we actually went to see. She's like hundreds of years old. This statue of Mary mm. that is in this tiny little town in Bombili in the south of Italy uh, where my nonna is from and she was actually originally in this church that was built into the mountain right Mm. and what happened about 20 years ago was this mountain collapsed babe the church collapsed yeah and this Madonna everything else was ruined and what what happened with her she was perfect she was
0: perfect she did not get chipped and she's she's marble isn't she She's marble. marble, she's got a gold
1: crown on yeah. her, she's beautiful. And no chicks, nothing. She Perfect. and we went there and saw her. Yes, we did. And that was and that was really lovely. And that's why Mum wanted to give you yeah. um that little piece of so um. Cute. You know, it's so just cute. Just so, it's like you know, a little it's, white frame. It's so yeah, cute. Yeah, I know. So my like, mom, you're so cute. She goes, I've got a gift for Ella because Mum came down for Ella's um, PLT launch last week. Yeah. And Mum goes, I've got a little gift for Ella. And she was so excited to give she it was. to you. She was. She so was cute. so excited.
0: On that as well, actually, guys, my PLT launch. That has all yes. sorry, my collaboration, my edit, that's all launched. So I did want to mention if you are wanting to have a look, because I've been getting so many amazing DMs of you guys screenshotting some. Some of you have bought the entire collection, my entire collection. So the link, it's so cool. The link is in my bio, so you can actually just click it and it will take you straight to my collection. It's still so weird seeing myself on that website. Yeah, it's like Ella like
1: everywhere. It's, it's fucking so, dope. It's, it's so, so weird. Dope. And
0: like I was scrolling on Facebook the other day and then an ad popped up and it was me. And I was like, oh God. Oh <laughs> it's just like so weird to see it. Like it's like quite in your face. Uh, but that that the the link is on my page, so you can go straight to it. You can check it out. And if you do buy any of the fits, um, make sure if you wear them, show me. I want to see it on you. Hundred
1: percent. Always tag us guys. Yeah, you're always the potty. Tag if you're wearing us. something from one of our collabs, we wanna see everything. We, we do. love interacting with you guys. It honestly, it makes my day. Yeah, I same. love it when people love it. share DMs and they wanna talk and all of that kind of stuff. I love it. Speaking of, babe, do you want to update everyone on the app that you're launching very
0: soon? Yes, the app. I know that you guys would have seen a couple of things here and there. Like I haven't really been posting too much about it because we are in the process of making a separate Instagram for the app. I can't say what it's called yet or anything like that. I kind of want to keep it a bit more of a surprise so when it is completely done and ready to go, I can then, you know, share with you the name.
1: and it's so exciting too, you know, like it, when you launch it, it's going to be something completely new. No one's seen anything like they've obviously seen snippets. They know you. They know what you're passionate about. Mm. Um, but I think it is such a cool concept and, and what Ella's doing, like the love and the passion that she's put into this. Mm. Cause I've seen it from a behind the scenes you know, thing. Yeah. Being, you know, my mate. And the just I I'm I can't wait to use it. I can't wait for everyone else to because I know that it is gonna help so many people and it's just amazing the love and the passion that's gone into this project. Mm. And um, so when can we expect it, Dahl? What are we thinking? Well, I'm not going to give you guys a specific date, but the yeah. countdown
0: is definitely on. So for the next however weeks, I will be putting a little reel up just for, from some fun behind the scenes. And I want you guys to know that, you know, the content inside this app, it is very raw. It is not necessarily edited. Like you will either see me struggling if I'm working out, you will see me. Probably swearing a little bit, not too much, because Mum's always like, "Ellen, don't swear so much." But I, it's going to be <laughs> leave that to me. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be really raw, and there's nothing that's going to be sugar coated, and it's going to be educational in different ways. It's basically everything that I have used growing up. It's all the things that have helped shaped me into who I am today. Whether it's my sexual confidence or my sexuality, whether it is fitness, that's obviously a very important aspect to my life. And I just want to make it clear as well. And this is where like, I don't know, I've, I've, since I've been posting more about my fitness, well, I guess not since, cause I always have, but yeah. since I've gotten the followers now, people always DM me about my fitness. And you know, people say some things that aren't very motivating sometimes, I will admit, but I just want to make it clear guys, just because I do work out doesn't mean that I need to have a six pack. You know, hang on, hang on. What do people say? People, uh, have said things like considering how much you work out, like, you know you, yeah, for sure. But I just want to make it clear, like, just because I work out doesn't mean I need to have an ass or have a six pack or have biceps. I work out because of my mental health. I work out because it makes me feel strong in the fucking head, guys. And exactly the message that I try to get across with fitness. It's not, oh my God, like I have... A six pack. It's so I can also eat the things that I want to eat and still feel good internally and to some level look pleasing to myself externally.
1: The one thing people, that shits me, number one, because that person's probably sitting at home eating a fucking box of Cheezels in front of the fucking TV watching Simpsons or some shit, right? So that person can't talk. But also that is so demeaning to you because they don't know what you're going through in your Mm. life and I think a lot more people these days are working out, moving their body because of their mental health. Yeah. I know how much it helps me. I yeah. know how much going, at, getting out there, being active and moving mm-hmm. my body helps my mind. Yeah. And I think now more than ever mm. our mental health is so important. Yeah. And if, you know... If moving your body doesn't necessarily have to equate to having a six-pack, like, excuse me, mate, Mm -hmm. like, well, fucking you must be Arnold Schwarzenegger then. Who the fuck are you? We all have different bodies that don't necessarily,
0: like, metabolise food as fast as someone else or doesn't grow a muscle as fast as someone else, or we may not even be working out for the same reason another person is. We all have
1: different body shapes. Let's just remember that, and especially as women, we are judged so heavily Heavily. on on if we have an ass if we have tits yeah. if your you, your arms are a little bit bigger than yeah. this other woman's or where where's her hips or she's up and down she doesn't have any waist yeah. Um, we are all built differently, mate. Mm-hmm. Just because someone can work out seven days a week, two hours a day, and not be the body that you all think mm-hmm. a woman needs to be when she works out. Yeah. We can't win as women. No. It's either if a woman is a bodybuilder and is fit as fuck and has a six pack and big, like, uh, you know, shoulders, mm. really toned. Oh, that's not feminine. But if a woman, you know, has a bit of curves, is, you know, has mm. a bit more, um, you know, to her. Oh, she's too big. She doesn't do anything. Mm. We can never win, babe. I know. And I know this This happens for men as well, but for women in particular, we can never win. And, and those comments that you just received there mm. are really uh, are so interesting because that is the kind of environment and world we live in yeah. where women are so judged on the way we look that everything we do, it's like, oh, well, you work out so much you'd think you'd look better. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Yeah, and like I was, I had um,
0: because I think since maths, obviously, I mean, I know that I've gained a bit of weight because I got very skinny after maths. I was depressed, as we all know. Um, and yeah, like I've definitely had people DMing me, telling me, like, making it like known. And I'm just like,
1: okay, okay, that is. Right, I'll say this once, me. and I'll say this. I think that is the most detrimental thing another mm. human can do to another human. Mm. Commenting on someone's weight yeah. is none of your business, mm. okay? If my friend is losing weight and I can see she's unhappy and she's depressed, I'm mm. I- and, and we had this fucking chat. I know you were really thin at mm. that point because you weren't happy mm. and that happens. Weight fluctuates with mood weight fluctuates with your mental health with mm. whatever whatever is happening in your life mm. and that is okay because guess what we are all human mm. okay and that is the beauty we we go up and down we fluctuate we we are humans. Mm. Okay, we're not a fucking robot. Well, yeah. You can't fucking program me in Microsoft, bruv, yeah, and you can't no. make me this. Well, it's, so it's
0: not, it's come to my attention that I am curvier now um, from some oh, of my followers. Oh my God. Which is so fine. You know, thanks. I'll just take that as a compliment. Um, but we just don't need that kind of, it's just unnecessary coming from someone who doesn't know me to say that I noticed that you're curvier now. Oh my God. Um, I just like, okay. Wow. Yeah. Like, like what do you want fuck. me to say back to that? And it did make me, of course it made me feel a bit like, oh, okay. That's really great. Um, people have noticed, but you know, anyway, but moving on from that, that's a, it's irrelevant. You know, I, I get DMs like that. that's irrelevant. That's irrelevant. Literally. I get DMs like that. I really do just like move on. Um, I don't let it, you know, what's like um what's that word uh Sither? you don't let it simmer, S- simmer you don't in let my it... brain because yeah. then that's where I'll get into a really bad loophole of feeling insecure yeah. feelings yeah. low self-esteem so I just read it and I'm like great thank you very much goodbye but coming back to yeah the fitness aspect of the app I do want to just feel like I I guess I feel like I have to say that but working out for me guys it's not of course it is to feel good and look good in ways, but it doesn't mean because I work out, I am cardiovascularly fit. It doesn't mean that I am athletic. It doesn't mean that I'm lifting really heavy weights. I work out because it makes me feel good in the mind and it just makes you feel strong overall. Yep. And I think that whether it's a 10 minute ab workout, whether it's, you know, a 15 minute run, whether it's a Pilates class, whatever it might be for you as well, like, It just, I know that it makes me feel good. And that's something that's really shaped me in who I am. And it's helped me become a really strong, independent woman. Like over all the years since I've been 18, is when I started training. And I love it so much. And I, you know, in the app, I've been able to reach out to my real trainers, like in real life, who I've used across many years and who I know on a personal level and who they are very educated. They're amazing. And then, other areas in the app, I feel like I'm probably saying a bit too much, but whatever. Uh, There's going to be a nutrition aspect to it. Um, Obviously, health is really important. You guys would have seen that. I've worked with Equolution. That is a program that did change my life about five years ago when I was deep in my binge eating disorder. So there will be a nutrition aspect as well in the app, which is really fucking cool. And then there's going to be sex education, which is a massive factor mm. and has played such a big role in my life, like the educators that I have literally read since i was really young have helped me understand like my female anatomy have helped me look at sex in different ways and pleasure in different ways and masturbation in different ways and i feel like it is taboo still to talk about this stuff
1: it is it it, it still is is. which is like like, which is such a shame because we all are sexual beings in our own way right and For it to be such a taboo subject and for people to get really, I guess some people get a bit scared to want to explore that side of themselves Mm. or to educate themselves. I think this is where your product, your app is going to stand out because it's going to help people in so many facets of their life Mm. because our lives are built up of all these different things Mm. and you know, whether it be working out for your mental health, whether it be wanting to learn more about Mm. your sexual anatomy, where, you know, how to meditate, how to do all of these things, it all comes back to life. Yeah, it does. And
0: our day-to-day selves, you know? And I just, you know, obviously we have so many freaking platforms these days. We've got YouTube, we've got Instagram, we've got TikTok, we've got probably more things. This we, we, what's it called? The, oh no, uh, be real. Be like, real. Be, be real. All these, even know what that is. Neither do I. But there's all these platforms and, Bro. you know, I'm trying to kind of put, put as much as I can kind of everywhere, but it just feels easier if I have one location where we can all be together and we can all learn together. Yep. Because I'll tell you what, some of the the classes that are inside the app, you see me learning in there. I'm learning things for the first time as well in there, which is Love so that. amazing. Um, especially around the sex education or learning about sexuality, like, That stuff is so important to me. And we talk about things, you know, that us as friends or children or partners, we don't have these conversations still. And it really does blow Mm. my mind because I've been having these conversations with myself for so many years, but not necessarily many others. And I basically just want to create a space where it's easy to access all this information in one place and you can learn and you can feel connected and you can reach out and we're going to have like a little community. It's going to be amazing.
1: Yeah, it's going to be dope, babe, and I'm so fucking proud of you. You've put your heart and soul into this and I can't wait for people to use it and I can't wait to use it because, honestly, it's something that's going to be easy. Mm. I need easy. Yeah, I need we, easy our, too. <laughs> our, our, lives, our lives are all crazy yeah. and it's going to be amazing. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, another update that we, we have, have for everyone to wrap update. up this episode is we have have another drop of merch coming. Can we get a clap, Darcy? Come on, clap. So, in this drop, we have t-shirts and caps. We are so excited. We've made it more accessible. We've made the size range wider as well, so everyone can be a part of the Sit With Us fam and have a little piece of Sit With Us merch and we cannot wait. And guys, what I love, when we decided on the caps,
0: I was just imagining all of you guys listening to the episode on your morning stroll or your night stroll with your cap on and we we asked you guys what you would want on it and the highest rated vote was
1: see ya fucking (laughs) see ya literally (laughs) i'm so excited for this merch it's it's gonna be amazing and you know so good. You guys get to have a little piece of, you know, sit with us with you. And And there's going to be
0: more. There's going to be a lot more. Our first drop, we only, I think, did about 115 or 20 or something like that. This one, I think there's going to be up to 600 between the hats and the t-shirts. Yeah. They're arriving in about three weeks. So, guys, do keep your eyes open. They're not going to be pre-order either because our last drop, you had to pre-order so there was that wait time. So, keep your eyes out because as soon as they drop, you can be buying Straight away, and then they'll get to you really quickly. Unfortunately, they won't be there before Christmas. Um, there was a bit of a delay with everything, but you yes. will have it in the new year. And we just can't wait to see you guys again
1: wearing our merch. It is so exciting. We just cannot wait. We are so excited. But guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Sit With Us. We hope you've enjoyed this. Of course, if you want to come and join us, which you should in the Facebook group because that's where it's at, um, we chat all things, everything. Let's be honest. We do. Like what like we do on this podcast. Oh, and everything. I should
0: mention as well, we have, I did comment it in the group. Um, but just so that you guys do know, um, as listeners, we do have a moderator. It took us some time to get, um, because things were just getting a bit out of control. And, you know, we had to make some announcements on the podcast to try to control yeah. the group. But yeah. now we do have a full-time moderator. Her name is Amelia Kakope. Yep. She's amazing. If there is any issues or if you feel like anyone may be feeling maybe making the space not friendly or if you feel like attacked in any way or if anything is happening, please do contact her directly on Instagram or Facebook and she will help you out. So she's our go-to now for our Sit With Us Facebook page and we love you so much, Amelia. Honestly, we yes. appreciate the time and the effort and the love that you put into our group to keeping it safe and, yes. like, a really just safe, happy place and we appreciate you so much.
1: It is absolutely amazing, yeah. We we love you all. Have an amazing week wherever you are in the world. Spread love, happiness. Smile at each other, guys. Love we you. We love you. Love you so much. Woo! Bye. Bye.